Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margot Moss. Midnight Menu Plus One is a food lifestyle show on the podcast network, itsneworleans.com. Brought to us tonight by Petite Pet Care. While you're at work or on vacation, you don't have to board your pet. He can stay in the comfort of his own home. For loving care when you're not there, Petite Pet Care. Find them on PetitePetCare.com. Friends, each week on Midnight Menu Plus One, Margo and I invite a member of New Orleans' restaurant and food community to join us, and we invite them to bring along their own guest, a Plus One. We never know who the Plus One's going to be. Sometimes it's a friend, a neighbor, a family member, a fellow restaurant colleague. Well, a special guest tonight on Midnight Menu Plus One is Phil Degree, the Phil behind Phil's Grill. But burgers are just the beginning of the conversation. Phil is a fascinating and multifaceted guy. But before we find out about Phil, let's catch up on the week's culinary adventures. Margo, have you fallen off the wagon? Are you off the paleo? Is that what I, I heard a rumor on the street? Are you? Do you want to admit this on the on the Yes, air? Yeah. but I, I haven't celebrated with any um, crazy new meals. So so how did you fall off then? Like you're just eating a candy bar once in a while? Like what are you doing? You're not. I just. Doing... I, I'm I'm just making sure my husband still eats that way and. <laughs> I'm I'm just not worried about it. I'm adding some extra meals in there. Okay. So you have did you eat anywhere that was off the diet this week? Uh nowhere new. Nowhere no, new? Okay. No. Where where uh it, you have somewhere that uh, Yeah, a few went... places, but it's we don't have enough time for it. The only thing I the only thing I wanted to mention tonight is the um that the beer, bourbon and burgers thing that happened. I noticed the number 1 and number 2 winners were people that were like for the people that we had at our um, last supper for my movie thing from the Man Who Ate New Orleans, it was um, it was uh, now I'm going to forget it was Cowbell and um, Company Burger. I think in that order. Okay. We love them. Yep. Not Phil's Grill though. <laughs> we, oh. we, we, I don't know if he was in it though. Oh, there he is. He's already. You can Jesus. Hear him on the air. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Man. Well, sorry about that. I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I should have planned I that see better. That. Yeah, no, but uh, nice to meet you, by the way, Phil. Uh, welcome. Yeah, thank you. I would love to ask you some super insightful question right off, but I Ooh. have to stuff my face with this burger. Yeah, this, this looks beautiful. really good. It's yeah, Adam uh, and Brack didn't bring y'all burgers, did they? No, no. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> okay. I mean, who do we love already? Yeah. So I'm gonna have to uh, eat. I love for the a one I'm with. <laughs> so this wow. is like an onion bun. And <laughs> this is who um, I'm with. I'm with, a, I'm with something that has Angus bacon, burger. I think, in it, right? Angus burger. No? No, it doesn't appear. It doesn't? Okay. American cheese and an onion bun. Ah. Mm. Delicious. Very basic. Delicious. In here. This Very basic. delicious. Well, why not while I'm <laughs> eating? We, you know, we've got to coordinate this. We can't be both eating at the same time. This is delicious. This is really good. Right, right. off the grill. Oh, yeah. It's so warm. Now, I do want to get into your life, but I want to... What uh, Angus beef, that's like yours? Yeah, I mean, every all, all of it's Angus nowadays. So, Everything but that's just, yeah, that's, your, your, that's our basic burger. But at, at Phil's, it's more about the burger experience. You know, 11 different proteins, so you can have, you know, anything from Angus to alligator, you know, ground filet, that's spelled with a P-H, because... It just lessens the blow. <laughs> I do that with all the F words, but it's amazing. People oh, say, Oh, well, I get it, Phil. I get it. Fillet? Okay. I like the fillet. What is a fillet? <laughs> That's funny. Like, yeah. I even spelled it out on the back of the shirts so that maybe they would catch it as the server's walking away. Oh, he's funny. Oh. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, you have like a bison burger too, don't oh, yeah, you? We have bison, we have uh, tuna, veggie burger. Oh. So you can get healthy. We also have a stuffed and fried burger. 
for I'll those of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what, describe you that for stuff us. Stuff it with American cheese, batter, and fry it. It's called the Fat City because the first location was in Fat City or nice. is in Fat City. So huh. call that the Fat City. Oh, man, it's incredible. So when amazing. you opened up in Fat City, how long ago was that? Seven years ago. Seven and a half now. Okay. And your concept was uh, the same or has concept, it concept has been the same? Well, actually, for the first four days, it was counter service. But uh, the line was out the door across the parking lot and down the sidewalk. And uh, my sister, who's a bartender at the airport, was in there helping me out. And she's got on the grill, and she's like, Phil, Phil. I turn around, she goes, this ain't going to work. <laughs> I said, well, just seat them and wait on them. And so it's been, you know, so four days in, we changed it in the middle of a shift to table service, and it's been that way ever since. So, yeah. so you had no plans of doing table service. No. You just did that on the fly four yeah, days in. did that on the fly. That's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah. My sister doesn't help me out anymore. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she does still work at the airport. But, um, yeah, we, we, and it's been the same. You know, it's all about the burger. Um, when I first started out, like if I was just going to have one burger, if, you, if I was on death row <laughs> and I had just one meal left and my public defender brother couldn't get me off, it would just be a half a pound of hunk of meat, medium rare, with a slab of cheese. You know, and that's it. Wow. But uh, but everybody's not like that. So um, I'm kind of obnoxious by nature. And uh, <laughs> the menu kind of took off from there, and it's been crazy. So you didn't start out with 11 proteins. You started out with started probably less. about six or seven. All right. And, and then it's added. These. Yeah, we, we did the alligator burger. We did we do a different burger the month every month. Ah. And so uh, Florida was coming into play, LSU, Tim Tebow. So I did a gator burger with tiger sauce. And ah. It was a big seller. We lost, but the <laughs> burger stayed. Bison was a burger of the month we kept on the menu. All right. How do you keep so, I mean, if you have such creative burgers, how do you keep so many things on the menu? Like, how do you determine what you're going to keep, Oof. or do you do it a certain it's amount of time? It's not easy. Well, we'll we'll switch some things up. Some things just stay. Like, grilled pineapple ketchup is not the biggest seller, but it's my favorite, so it's never going away. Um Herb goat cheese spread is not our biggest seller, but it's my wife's favorite, so it's never going away. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, we'll kind of check things out. And it, you know, it might be, you know, we had banana peppers on for a while. And I love them, but. Oh, yeah. And then we had the same jar of banana peppers for six months. So uh, <laughs> I guess we got to take banana peppers <laughs> off the menu. <laughs> Some things logistically don't work. Um, so, like, we have uh, zucchini fries. Well, we're taking them off the menu. Because we don't sell enough. They're great, but we don't sell enough. And we had to keep. You know, cornmeal. It's the only thing we had cornmeal in the restaurant for. So you're gonna have vegans picketing outside your because uh, they pretty much the only people that picket me is tent. the NFL. <laughs> um, we're always butting heads. Yeah, we, I was. But gonna I'm winning. Ask you, I'm winning. You're wi- I'm winning two what? right now. One one match left. Well, tell us about that. Wait. Yeah. So <clears throat> so I'm a big for- football fan. Big Saints fan. Do you have the lockout? And then I decide. Uh, you know, lockout ends man, we ought to do a different burger every week for who the Saints play. And, uh. Uh, and I was just going to do it for a month. But it was really fun and exciting. And so, well, not for my chef, but it was for the rest <laughs> of us. Um, and so we did a different burger based on who the Saints play. It might be paying homage to the best burger in that city. It might be... So if you do Cincinnati, it could be like Skyway Chili, yeah. or you could be like Tiger Meat, I guess, for the Bengal- uh, Bengals, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll like we're playing, we're <laughs> playing Cleveland. Tiger meat? We're playing Cleveland, and we're doing uh, Hanky Pankies. 
Ah. So hanky panky is just a, a Cleveland trade um, tailgate trademark. Well, it's it's kind of like hash browns, but we're making it a burger. Um, so you know things like that. Well, it's That's brilliant. Why doesn't everybody do that? It is brilliant. Yeah. No, we don't want everyone to do but that. But let's <laughs> let them <laughs> yeah. settle down. We want everybody to eat it. Yes, we don't want everyone Try. else to do that. <laughs> but um, so it, so then we started doing it for the rest of the year. Well, it, it got really popular, and then we do it for the next year, and then I decide, well, I better protect myself and so i filed for um some trademarks oh. and i got i filed for three trademarks burger bowl the word lumberger trophy because it's the march to the lumberger trophy nice you should say that sorry in like to a interrupt but, but tell people yeah, explain what our the, the not everybody's is. from new orleans yeah. it's just a different burger every week based on who the saints play okay all right and that's it and there was no winner or loser i did it for charity I okay. raised the money based That's on the burger sold. I donated the money at the end of the year to charity. So, <laughs> so I filed for some trademarks. I get the trademark, and not not three days later, I get a letter from from the NFL's attorney saying, "Damn, Roger Goodell, eh. I hate that guy." Yeah. Well, look, they had a, like a list of demands, like questions A through K. You got to answer. My attorney's <laughs> like, "You need to answer these questions. You know, this is kind of serious." Well, I've got the trademark. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like how it's, they should have sent me this three months ago. Yeah. But um, the first question was, will you consider dropping your marks, your application for these marks? And so my only response was, when Roger Goodell personally apologizes to the Houdat Nation yes. for the bounty scandal punishments, I'll consider it. Yeah, you're right. And my All attorney's right. like, did you? You like, didn't really. Put but my attorney's like, you really want me to send this in? I said, hit send. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You got balls. <laughs> Well, yeah. So now they don't talk to us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but but in the meantime, David Vitter got involved, and you know, oh wow, you know, yeah, writes a letter to to the NFL, and and then when we uh, when they made the announcement that we didn't get the 2018 Super Bowl, you know, it's live TV now, NFL Network. So I'm watching it, and I I tweet Roger Goodell. That's all right. We still have the Burger Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> About three minutes later, my phone rings and my attorney goes, really? I'm like, hey, dude, you follow me on Twitter? He goes, I have to follow you on Twitter. <laughs> oh, wow. So I felt like I won again. And then I got the second of three trademarks. Now I'm up to nothing. And nice. uh, now they're trying to get me to drop the application for the third. I'm not going to do it. it. But now it's, it might get ugly because the other day when they, when they said Cox couldn't couldn't have the slap your mama um add-on anymore well i was so obnoxious i was tweeting roger goodell and ray (laughs) rice about that so so uh you know now i'm just toying with them but you sure you don't want to uh tweet under somebody else's name just until you get in no 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 (laughs) all right sometimes i worry about it because like i was beating up malcolm jenkins for like three years and he <laughs> comes into the restaurant he's like dude really <laughs> you, leave me alone? <laughs> well, you, you, you wouldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat <laughs> you can't tackle with your head down son <laughs> for lift look look up heads up now there's a whole campaign about it heads up tackling huh started yeah. with you it, it should have <laughs> it's kind of like burgers in new orleans started with me nobody else was doing this I'm doing it, and anyhow. But nobody else is doing what uh, you do, though. I, I mean, know. you make a lot of burgers. You, yeah, we right. Do. Yeah, I mean, how many? How many? Isn't there? Aren't you some some math savant <laughs> and figure out? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I have a friend that is. Yes. And uh, people were asking me, you know, how many options do you have? How many options? How many combinations? I'm like, I don't know. So I call Rich, and I'm like, Rich, he's got a degree in statistics. 
how, how many, how we're doing here? And he goes, well, just send me the menu. So he <laughs> talks like that. And uh, so I send him the menu, and about four hours later, he comes back. He goes, uh, Phil, you got uh, 1346812 For real? That's what he Possibilities said. Possibilities. And I said, wait a second. That's man. what I said, really? And he goes, oh. well. So you could eat every meal. Do you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No, no just lunch. Just you, lunch, okay. So you, I mean, lunch and dinner. Yeah, okay, so, so it would take 6,000 years to eat all your combinations. eat all your combinations, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Wait, maybe I'm the savant. <laughs> maybe you are the savant. <laughs> but apparently, now it's unlimited toppings. Do the math. So now he said it's like 22 it. trillion. I mean, I rounded off. But okay, we, uh, but. <laughs> I don't know. I nailed it. Am I not right? There's like 42 sauces and I toppings. I did that on the fly. So you take one off. Put another one on. It's a different combination. I don't know how to do it. I'm not the Matt Savant. I'm the idiot Savant. Do you I'm not have the Matt any? Savant. Do you have any cu- cu- uh, customers who uh, who are passionate about figuring out different, or is it like people like to get the same thing every time? Um, I mean, do we you have some that come in and get the same thing every time, and that's just it. You know, we're really fortunate. We have a lot of just loyal, regular customers. Some come in and get different things every time. I never eat the same burger twice. Um, By the way, I just ate the same burger six times because I ate the whole. <laughs> I hate this whole thing you gave me. Damn, I'm done. I left one bun. I left one. I left half of one bun that way I could feel like, oh yeah, I'm dying. This is, and this is the most Carbs. quiet he's ever been yeah, he's ever. Eat the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you better eat that one. Yeah, yeah you better eat yours, Margot. It'll be seven. Off. Yeah. Hands off. Um, but as I, I know we have to get to your plus one. Um, yes. But I want to get back to. After we interrogate the hell out of him and why he would come with you, but I would like to know um, a little bit about your background, like where, how you got into uh, the burger business and uh, what that looks like, and then I also like to hear about um, how many places you have now and what you have going on. Right now. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Well. Um. <laughs> All right, you, I was you born want me a to poor work. black child. <laughs> you ever see The Jerk? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just watched it. Um, no, but uh, yeah, I started working in corporate restaurants. I worked for Chili's for a long time, moved up. I started waiting tables, and then the bartender walked out, and I started bartending. And then Fry Cook walked out, and I started cooking. And then literally a manager walked out, and I was like, I got this. And uh, after nine years with them, I moved on to Texas Roadhouse, and then uh, Zia, and then after Katrina – you know, the kind of industry in the city was turned upside down. We didn't really know what was going on. And uh, my wife said, either get out of the business or open your own. And I didn't know that I ever had that option. So uh, I opened my own because I wouldn't know what else to do because I don't know how to brew beer. So <laughs> um, I uh, opened my own and it took off about five months into it. It was a really slow growth. And um, in fact, about six weeks into it, couldn't make payroll. And uh, my attorney said, well, we need to shut the doors. So um, I found the money to make payroll, fired my attorney. I see a pattern of this. You never listen. Every story you tell, (laughs) your attorney says something, you say, forget you. Well, thank goodness you didn't listen to him. Right. Don't. So the moral of the story is never listen to your attorney. (laughs) No. Well, I hope they're not listening. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, come on. They just, they just, they think they know everything. But, um. It kind of took off, and then I opened on the North Shore. That didn't work. Closed it down. Opened in Hammond. That didn't work. Closed it down. Opened in Harahan. 
then I opened in camp on Camp Street in the warehouse district recently and then I did a little fills in a food court at Place St. Charles downtown oh. so I have now two concepts same thing just smaller burgers fewer options but uh burgers I didn't realize how much I really loved them until I was putting the menu together and a local chef who uh Gary Darling who one of the owners of Zia was kind of mentoring me through the menu and uh each time we met he would ask me you know are you passionate about this and no we'll take it off and and about the third (laughs) visit he goes Phil all you talk about are burgers you need to do burgers (laughs) and I was like okay and um it kind of took off and 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 at that time you know and as I was coming through the industry coming up in the industry we get off a rough shift or it didn't even have to be a rough shift we get off a shift and um you, where you go you, you hit one of the bars whether it's you know the bottom line or the beach corner or swamp room and having a burger and uh i mean those are the those were always the best burgers in the city in the bar room so mm-hmm. that's what i wanted i wanted Your a mama's. big ass yeah. bar room burger can i say that yeah. yes okay. we have no uh <clears throat> censorship <I'm> here <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay All i don't right. have a filter <laughs> so um anyway well, that's we need, great we, we like to make ray blush why don't you tell uh, tell us who he is and why you you brought him? All right. So, what goes best with a burger? Beer. Ah. It's burgers and beer, and for me, it's always been that. Um, you know, uh, just an ice cold beer and a great burger, and it doesn't get much better than that. So, uh, I brought my good friend because I knew he would bring burgers. I mean, he would bring beer to go with my burgers. Kurt Coco of Nola Brewing. All right. Welcome, hey, Kurt. Ray. So glad to see you. Real quick, I want to paint a picture for the people out there. Y'all never get to see Margot and Ray. Margot is an <laughs> absolutely gorgeous woman yes. with this beautiful, like, tinged with gray, gorgeous curly hair. And I then, wonder why you like gray. Yeah, can't imagine. <laughs> My hair is tinged with one black hair <laughs> and is all gray. Um, and then Ray is literally Brian Campbell from Bubba Hotep. If you've ever ah! seen, uh, he is wearing a shirt that says Elvis. He's got the sideburns. He looks just like Brian Campbell from Army of Darkness or Bubba Hotep or anything. That's so funny. Uh, but a little stronger and more muscular. So I'm going to be careful what I say about him. I <laughs> yeah, I'm like him just a little chubbier. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's so funny because I just gave somebody a gift of Bubba Hotep a week ago. And we put it in you at the party. Yeah, I know. I, I, I guess that's what it was. And we put it in, and everybody left the room. It cleared out the room at the party. Everybody <laughs> stuffed into the kitchen. They could, there was no room in the kitchen because everybody got out of the living room when I put Boba Hotel. By the in. way, he I wasn't joking. Uh, there is literally <laughs> one bun with no <laughs> burger left for it's my even like, <laughs> mystery <laughs> meal that I get to eat. There is some I ate yes, five and three quarter burgers. The plus one is kind of your like, second string <laughs> burger compared to the uh, burger cheese that was melted onto the bun, and that's it. I kind of scraped the cheese. He's off yeah. too, I think. Yeah, I think he did. It's true. <laughs> you are my I new favorite beer. person, and we haven't even heard you talk yes. very much. But y- we have amazing food, and I'm not a big beer drinker. But I cracked a beer open before we even started because, first of all, the bottle, the uh, can. can has beautiful artwork on it, and it's a rebirth pale ale. Tell them about this. Yeah, I haven't had the and beer this is a cool, And it tastes really this is good. New Orleans, right? So, here. so this is New Orleans. Uh, we both started our businesses about the same time. I was working on my business plan while he was opening his store over in Fat City, 
and we have kind of grown together. Uh, our beers were placed in his business. That was one of the first places that carried our beer. And so I've known Phil since then, and we've really stayed in touch, and we keep close. Um, this is a beer that could only happen in New Orleans. Uh, I was lucky enough to get put on the Roots of Music board, which is a wonderful yes. nonprofit, uh, buying instruments, teaching kids to play the instruments, and then just really developing the music heritage that was starting to disappear in the 12-year-old to 18-year-old kind of crowd in the city because in the old days, you would quit school at 12 years old and go play in the French Quarter. Well, you can't do that now, and that's a good thing. But nobody was teaching these kids at that age how to play the great New Orleans music. And now this organization is doing that. So I get put on the board, and the first thing, of course, every board of a nonprofit, the first conversation they have at every meeting is, how are we going to get more money? <laughs> and I, I went, you know, it, it would be really cool. Uh, we could make a beer and put some of the proceeds towards that. Well, Derek Tab, who's also a co-founder of Roots of Music and a drummer for Rebirth Brass Band, said, that sounds like a great idea. What if we called it Rebirth? And, and we were like, that'd yes. be great. We would love that. So uh, Rebirth gave the name to the beer, and then the money goes to Roots of Music. Oh, that's Tuba Phil on the front. It is Tuba yeah. Phil on the front. And Frenchie painted that uh, yes. image of him. It translates so really nicely to the can, yeah. the so artwork. It's pretty much a conglomeration yeah. of New Orleans yes. just yes. all thrown into a can. Cool. It goes and great with a burger. So you can't, and it goes great with a burger. It really <laughs> does. I would know bun, because I'm eating yeah. a, a, a basically just <laughs> How does it go with oil, the, yeah, how does it go with a red bun? How does it go with a cold bun? Yeah, right. Actually, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's an onion bun. It's delicious. If you want, you can. I left a little bit of the cheese for you on that on that wax Thank paper. You. You I'll lick that little, right off. You can lick that a little. There's a there's a piece or two there, but I think I'll just pop open another beer. Well, tell us about your. Your um, what do you call that? I guess your bar or whatever, where you have the uh, where you do the experimental well, beers. It's not and all a that. bar. I wish it was. No, um, but I mean like the place. Na- you know, yeah, well, we yeah. have a little tasting room in tasting the brewery. Room. That's it. And uh, what we do is we we serve all the beers that we make and sell out locally and and throughout the Gulf Coast. Um, but we also do a lot of special beers that right. you can only buy there. And we usually have eight taps that are just beers you can't find anywhere else. One-off little beers. Maybe some are. My favorite was our, our hopatulas that we soaked. Uh, we made a pineapple puree, put it in there, and then added a bunch of habanero peppers and, uh, and soaked it in there for like five days. And the peppers give it that really yeah. peppery, whoa, kick to it. But the pineapple, then that sweetness cuts some of that. And it's just a great flavor. Now, why don't you ever can that? That's That sounds great. So here's the reason. We don't make fruit beers because fruit, if you think about it, like even if you buy orange juice, it goes bad pretty quickly, right? Oh, right. Well, if you put real fruit into a beer, it's going to start to taste really acidic and bitter in a couple of weeks. So when you do fruit beers, when these people sell them, usually they're using some sort of syrup or, or something that's made from fruit but isn't just fresh fruit. And we do all our fruit beers. Literally, we take fresh fruit, puree it right there, and then put it in the beer and serve it over the next week. So... Uh, so I've been I've been totally deluded. Like when I get like a Covington strawberry or something like that, or I'm a beet strawberry. It's not great. I thought I'm that was like a Louisiana strawberry. It's not. It's some kind of syrup, huh? They're they're taking Louisiana strawberries and then making making a syrup out of it. Oh, gotcha. To okay. it. Exactly. And so, how long? This is an ignorant question, but how long does it take to brew beer? Like if you're doing the fruit, the brewing of the, the beer is the short part. Okay. It takes you know between six and eight hours to brew a batch of beer. But it's the fermentation, which okay. isn't really any human work at all. You're letting yeast do all the work. It just eats all the sugar you've gotten from brewing 
and uh, turns it into alcohol and carbon dioxide, so you get the buzz in your beer and the foamy head, too. But uh, that can take two weeks. It can take a month, a month and a half. Uh, for some of our beers that we will then age after that fermentation, uh, it can take a year and a half before you get the flavor in the beer. So some of our barrel-aged or sour beers that we're coming out with here, uh, we've been coming out with in the last few months, these are beers that have taken a year to make. So it's a much longer process and more expensive. So mm -hmm. how then how do you do it with the fresh fruit? So what you we fermented do is we literally make a puree and it's post fermentation. We add okay. the fruit to the to the beer and then we'll add whatever else we want to add, like the habanero peppers, and soak it in the beer and then serve it. Um, if we were gonna do it to to mass produce and can You'd either have to use a type of syrup or you'd have to use it pre-brew, which would get rid of all the flavors yeah. and the aromas anyhow. So it doesn't really pay. So that's something you can only do then in your experience. tasting room then, huh? Yeah. Right, they're really very specific to our tasting yeah. room. And, uh, and so that's which is a great reason to visit the tasting room. Right. Because exactly. yeah. you you'll first of all, you'll get the first taste before things end up going to market. But then also, too, you'll get things like that that will never go to market. Exactly. And also, you probably get some things that are disasters, probably that sure. don't work out that yeah. well. It, it's that's, that's a fun story, too, right? So we just did a TV show, with uh, a national TV show called Brew Dogs. It's on Esquire. It's a great show, really cool group of guys. But they came out, and they kind of picked the ingredients for the beer. And they were having all kinds of fun going to voodoo shops and picking ingredients. But they were really rough ingredients. I mean, <laughs> it, it did not make a great taste. Like what's a good beer. example? Yeah. So, uh, what's, a bad, what's a bad ingredient that they um, chose? Well, swamp water, <laughs> which oh, is that sounds probably awful. not the best water to use. Could that kill there. you? Um, well, you know, it gets boiled. Oh, okay. But there, as they said, even after like they, they filtered it and boiled it, they were like, there's stuff floating in here. <laughs> and, uh, probably oh. not good for the quality of the beer. But it was a one-off beer just for the show. But when we tasted it, we were all like, ooh, you know, that was not probably a beer I would release uh, you know, fully <laughs> out on the, onto the market. But a lot of fun to just serve it with when the TV show aired at the, at the brewery. And, uh, good on them for being adventurous. But for our beers, I want when we put a beer out for it to be as perfect as we can make it. And so uh -huh. when a customer opens up any of our beers, I really do believe that they're getting the best possible beer that I could right. make. Each one, of, each one of the beers is like a, uh, a small piece of myself and, and, and my whole team that we put out there. And, I mean, that's our livelihood. So it's right. very important for us to be perfect. Just like Phil's Burgers are absolutely perfect. <laughs> and I really want to say my favorite is the bison burger, which is healthy and delicious. And for yeah, the side, is. he makes a, this is so unbelievable, a cheeseburger soup. And you're still in the paleo what? world. Oh, it's yeah. all like meat, cheese, and wonderful baconness. It's like um, eating a burger on in every bite. It's like delicious. every spoonful. It is like, it's a hearty, just, oh, it is a good soup. So oh, I get my amazing. burger on the salad, so I'm not <coughs> eating. Well, I'm making up for it by eating this half of roll that I'm not. <laughs> normally, I'm not eating a lot of bread. I get the burger on a salad, kind of chopped Ladies up. Ladies and gentlemen, he really is eating my I leftover really uh, bun too. Yeah. So wait, <laughs> so you you'll serve a burger over a salad? That's oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah you don't great. have to. Um, you don't have to put it on a bun. So we have six great buns, but you don't have to put it on a bun. Um, you so if you're kind of Atkins, you don't want a lot of carbs. You right. can, but well, you love burgers. They have a uh, something called Eat Fit Nola. Right, which right. Is, oh uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're Oshner big fans. Hospital. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were well, they came in and evaluated our menu. Yeah. So there's a lot of healthy options. We have a lot of gluten free options ah. and a lot of um, just healthy, nutritious. It's not your typical burger joint, <laughs> but it is a burger joint. And he makes a shake with Irish Channel Stout, which is our stout that we make. 
It is so Wait, good. this is like a dessert? Shake. Yeah. An adult shake. You can drink it with your burger. What's it taste like? It tastes like the beer? It tastes like the it's beer good. and chocolatey goodness. And chocolate. Together. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. It is yeah. good. We, it's we, a winner. We get a little obnoxious. <laughs> I mean, we really do. It's but not it's, always on the menu, but you can always right. ask You can always it. get it. I mean, yeah. we always have the Irish Channel. It should always be on the menu. Well, yeah, it should be. It should. Oh. Well, um... Will y'all tell every our listeners where you are? And there's something unique about your location, Phil. Um, well, one of your locations, one of your locations <laughs> yeah. is a, a historic site. Yeah, the um, right? the Camp Street location, 748 Camp Street, which is uh, in the same block of camp as St. Peter's Church, St. Patrick's Church. Yeah. Um, that was once a recording studio for Cosimo Matassa, who you know, is credited with discovering the New Orleans sound. Yeah. So it is... The the building is gorgeous. It's got just some cool bones to it. You know, when I was uh, researching and getting some history on it, I was talking to the Matassas. You know, they still have the grocery in the French Quarter, and, and yeah. one of his sons tells me, he goes, uh, man, 1969, my dad hosted Mick Jagger's birthday party. And that uh. I, whoa. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I was running food for the for the caterer and I saw things no teenage boy should see <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we had some customer come in she'd sit at the bar and, and uh, came in for about two or three times a week for, for about six weeks and finally uh, she comes in one day and she goes hey you're Phil right and I said yeah and she goes come check this out and it's a picture of uh, of she and Aaron Neville and Ernie Cato come and, on uh, they were smoking a joint in the picture yeah she goes do you know where this is? And I'm like, no. She goes, third floor, 1973. Led Zeppelin came to town. Of and, your uh, building. Yeah. And Cosimo hosted a party. Please send us a, a scan of that picture. I asked her if I could make a copy of it. She yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. oh, no, you can't do that. <laughs> she goes, Aaron's still alive. Oh, I hope he doesn't, I hope he's not listening. But uh, I don't think anyone would think less of him for it. <laughs> I know. I think that would be pretty I, I awesome. I was like, come on, this is yeah. cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, so it's got some, you know, it's got the Zen Temple on the third floor. Okay. Uh, so those guys will tell us all the time. They're like. Oh, I know that, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah those guys are is. like, we hear, yeah. you know, when we're meditating, you know, this building's just got a lot of, it's just got character and just a cool vibe to it. What they're, do you mean? Yeah, they, they hear yeah, they hear like spirits? little Richard. <laughs> they hear, yeah, you know, I guess <laughs> they hear. <laughs> they hear <too laughs> fruity going on. And, <laughs> I don't have the Fat discipline Domino's, to do Dixie uh, cups. Dixie cups, yeah, yeah that was I, all there. I don't no. have the discipline to do Zen to practice Zen, right. but uh, I guess when you do and it's all quiet, no, we don't want to chill you out. No, <laughs> that no, would be a problem. Yeah. Oh, but you're never, no, you're saying happen. that they uh, maybe yeah, they're they, more in tune with yeah, the they're more uh, in tune with the building and, and kind of what's mm, going the, on there. The uh, spirits that yeah. uh, so it really oh, is. It's gorgeous. Didn't he have it on Rampart Street too? That was his last one. Yes, this was his last studio. Yep. So and the uh, earliest ones, like the, the, the Little Richard thing. stuff and all that, that yeah. wouldn't be. Well, some yeah, of it was there. it's a laundromat. It's a laundromat, the original studio. Right, right, right. I live literally two doors down from it. Oh, cool, so cool. So that's where yeah. I take my laundry. Um, it's, it's weird to think of this guy who created, like, a recording revolution. Yeah, yeah. And his whole legacy is now laundromats in a yeah. burger place. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> so sad. Well, I mean, not it, the burger part, right. the laundromat part. No, but it the really is just, I mean, this guy. Laundromats are great, too. People need laundromats. No offense to laundromat launderers. If you look in, you know, look up New Orleans music, man. He's oh, he's it. He's it, man. He is at the root of it, and and really, yeah. it, it. Well, was, you know what they, you know what they I started reading about. I was, I was like, like, holy cow, this is great. 
you know, the, like people, you know, white people recorded white people, and black mm-hmm. people recorded black people, and there weren't that many black people that owned recording studios, right. so they didn't get recorded in that era. And this guy would, you know, it didn't occur to him because that's not the way it was in New Orleans, right. you know? And so he's just recording good music or whatever, and then people are like, wait, but that guy's colored, and it's like, yeah, yeah well, that's, so what, you yeah. know? But listen and to that, it. <laughs> just listen to it, exactly. And it just, you know, changed the world. Yep. I mean, the, the, the whole world is different because of that guy. Right. And then you and you get to make burgers that are changing the world in yeah, the same you know, spot. Like, somebody asked me like, "Why would you do it?" Because it's it's so much bigger than my other two restaurants. I mean, it's cavernous. It's literally a half a block long, and I get winded going from the front <laughs> to the back. <laughs> like, really, I do. And uh, I should eat more burgers on salads. But um, <laughs> but um, you know, when I walked in, they have these brass musical notes in the floor that are engraved with Cosimo's name and Professor Longhair and the Neville oh. Brothers and. Milton Baptiste and and so I was like man this is it you know and and New Orleans to me is all about you know great food and great music and and just a good time you know good company and and I just man this is what it's got to be so can you see those in the in the uh dining area yeah right as you walk in the front door there's uh, six of them and so we had a local uh a local artist do some caricatures of those of those uh artist and, and it, it's really it, it's a great spot i mean you go in there you're like this is not a burger joint but when you walk in that those first notes are right when you walk in and you just feel the history right when yeah. you hit it when wow. you walk into the place yeah. it's amazing and it's a beautiful bar too that he's got set up there you know in new orleans uh, a lot of times if you have a restaurant the bar is just a second thought and thrown together yeah but his bar is gorgeous i mean you could go in and just enjoy the bar and have a great time well what was it before you you were there what was it was actually office space um, right before I was there, uh, Naked Pizza had their corporate headquarters there. Oh, okay. And um, but but it was a restaurant for a long time. Uh, okay. Doug's Steakhouse oh. was there, um, so it was a restaurant at one point. So there were some things that uh, made it easier for us, you know, electric electricity, you know the. Yeah, you know, things like that. You know, grease trap was already there. Uh, electricity Instant. is always good. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> enough. <laughs> electrical capacity was there. Um, you know, far too much for an office space. So you lease this? Yeah, I lease yeah, it yeah. from the Zen master, actually. Come on. Who, yeah, he lives on the third floor, and the fourth floor is the temple. And that's like a whole nother Bruce Campbell movie right there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's a burger cook, and the Zen masters live above him. They get invaded by some kind of zombies. It would be great. Perfect Bruce Good Campbell mashup, movie. yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow, so does he eat your burgers? He Zen actually, masters eat burgers? He, man, Robert's about 81 or 82 years old, and he told me, we, uh, he goes, I haven't eaten a burger in 30 years. Uh-huh. But he actually did. He had the bison. Came, he said, I'm going to eat a burger there. And so he came down, sat at the bar, had the bison burger. The smartest oh. people <laughs> eat the bison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you uh, should have a picture of that. I mean, that's kind of. That I would know, be 30 a, years, huh? Amazing. If he could have gotten the Dalai Lama over there. <laughs> he's that yeah, that the would Dalai be Lama. really he's, impressive. Yeah, he's very yeah. similar. <laughs> My bartender is a vegetarian. Well, he was. <laughs> I wooed him to the dark don't, side. Don't go over if you're a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. you, will, you, you, can, you can, but I'm going to talk you into you eating You can't a hold back. When you smell the smells that come from Phil's Grill and you walk in there, you're eating some sort of animal. It's going to happen. There's <laughs> yeah. no way around it. Is that well, bad? Well, speaking no, of no. Um, animals, we, we've come to the part of the show where we ask you each a question that is um, it's called off the menu. This isn't like the dating game, is it? Like we have to know something about no, it. Okay, no, good. no, no. Because we know making it for that. Yeah, we. Well, hopefully we, we find out something music? really <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> and intimate, <laughs> you know. But uh. mm, but uh, it's called off the menu, and we ask you a question you would not 
probably answer on a application for, you know, corporate restaurant business Perfect. or uh, which neither of us would ever be <laughs> right. part of. Right. <laughs> um, so Phil. Oh goodness. If is my wife going to hear this? Yeah, no, it's. I, okay. I'm not going right. to. I'm not going to. It, it's not going to hurt that bad. Okay. I don't have anything really nasty tonight to ask oh. you. Um, it's kind of sweet. Oh. Now, if a uh, eccentric millionaire was to uh, <laughs> offer you, you're choking already, Ray. <laughs> was to offer you um, a, a, a a huge amount of money that they would give to a charity if you uh, walked up Camp Street naked holding an, uh, you know, screw NFL sign, <laughs> would you do it? They Could would I give a million dollars to the charity Can of I your choice. I'll charity. put the first thousand down on that <laughs> right <laughs> now. Can I pick Let's the charity start. and is it you summer or winter? Because, you know, What's there's worse? shrinkage. Oh, a winter. <laughs> definitely winter then. I Ooh. thought of shrinkage. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could stand that, right? <laughs> yes. If I could pick the charity, how many And blocks? no harm would come to you? All the way through blocks. the French Quarter. Whoa. <laughs> All the way through the French <laughs> Yes, from your Yikes. place. To oh, um yeah. to, to Frenchmen. That's I don't know that yes. he should be allowed to go by the church. Maybe he should go block around <laughs> extra block. An extra. I'm just worried about going all the way to your side of the corner. Oh well, you don't have to. <laughs> not go that there's down anything bourbon. wrong with that. You, you will not. He, you will not be hit on. You don't have to worry about that. There's shrinkage. There's not nobody's hitting on nobody's you, Phil. Look at that. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah. I'm okay. Just Here, have another okay. beer. We'll yeah. get you doing that tonight for ten dollars <laughs> and a, a six pack of Reapers. Blue Logic Adele. All right. <laughs> what charity are you going to give those ten dollars to? Though? I would. Uh, I would give it to the Miracle League of Greater New Orleans, which uh, uh-huh. has kind of become a pet project for me. Um, we do Burger Palooza. May is National Burger Month, so uh, I came up with this thing called Burger Palooza, okay. which is just. Uh, it's a month-long fundraiser. And I started out where I got local celebrities to build burgers for me, and then proceeds would go to the charity. But um, now I'm a celebrity, so uh, <laughs> who needs them? Um, they're kind of so difficult to deal with. There's B celebrities and C celebrities. Yeah, I'm like a D+. You're the PH celebrities. just like in school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a D+. Plus. He's, a, he's a PH celebrity. You're extra medium. Right. Yeah, rare. But um, <laughs> anyway... The Miracle League is a – it started out as a baseball league for kids with disabilities, and they play on the fly behind Ottoman, Ottoman oh. Zoo. But now they have gone to um, – they play basketball. They play soccer. Um, it, it's just incredible, and that's what I would give it to. Oh, nice. All right. All right, now it's uh, Ray. Oh. Do you have a question for? Yeah, Kirk now here? I'm all scrambled from the whole thing. I wanted to do like a, I want to do a dating game thing. I want to do okay, but no, <laughs> also, wait, I have to prep for yeah. this question. All right. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> on, on an empty stomach too. Uh, okay, uh, I want to go back to I want to go back to Cosmo Matassa uh, of of anybody that was ever recorded by him. If you could bring them back from the grave, who would you like to spend an evening with? 
Oh man, that is so tough because there's what so if, many what great. If they're not they dead? Have, and they get what to critique they, what if they're your not beer. Dead and I could still need, I, no, I, like, I guess they're just still alive. You can I, count them. You know, because I'd be less always, ambitious. I've but, yeah. always wanted to hang out with Jerry Lee Lewis because uh, his yeah, hair, like I think we have the a killer. hair thing in common. You do have the same hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he didn't I, have great I really, hair. Really? No, it's gray now. I think oh, a little bit. Probably is. not as much as mine. Um, but I just I thought he had so much energy in his youth, and he has to have some. Crazy oh, he had stories great stories. Talk. He hung out with all of the people that I love, but he's still alive, so I could sit and talk yeah. to him about Johnny Cash and talk to him about yeah. Elvis and you know Jimmy Schwagger. Well, I'd, I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Mickey Gilly, his cousin, <laughs> yeah. Mickey Gilly. I'm talking to him about Mickey Gilly because of the beer and all. You know, <laughs> that's so right. I'm in favor of that. Oh, there you go. Um, no, but I think I think that'd be the guy. That's wow, that was quick. At all that was easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Ray, Ray, Ray's got good questions. I got to make a question. That wasn't well, embarrassing. Either it was charity. Yeah. Just, <laughs> whatever. Phil and, you know. Yeah. No one would notice. Because <laughs> it depends on how big the sign is. So. In New Orleans, <laughs> it's pretty easy to walk down the street naked. That's the one city you yeah, can exactly. probably get away yeah. with. No. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody would care. Um, so, okay. So, it, it, you know, your product, Nola Beer, has become ubiquitous. It's all over the city, all everywhere. Oh, thank and, you. Yeah, I, we I don't see think it, so, but I'll take that. No, no. Yeah. I mean, we, I see it at parties everywhere, and it's become a kind of a standard. But, like, uh, I, so I just don't even know. Is it, is it available in other cities? Is it starting it to get is. around? Okay, so what, 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 uh, which one of the, um, uh, the products is, is where? Well, um, most of our beers, except for Nola Brown, which is my personal favorite, Ooh, it's but my favorite not too. a huge seller. But uh, it will, like he was talking about, it goes the great with a burger that oh he'll keep in his restaurant no matter if people <clears throat> use them or yeah, not yeah, just because yeah. he likes them. Nola Brown will always be sold. That's a great as long beer. I'm at the helm of the brewery because it's my favorite beer that we make. Huh. But um, it, we sell it in Louisiana, but not in the rest of the states we're in. And we're in Mississippi, Alabama, and Florida as well. So the rest of our beers you can buy throughout pretty much all that of them? whole area. Yes. Except Everything but Nola Brown, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And Nola so, you Blonde. You can buy Nola Brown here in New Orleans, so I encourage you to try it. It is the perfect summer brown ale, very light, and it's the lowest calorie beer we make, 120 calories a can, which is wow. really, really low for a beer. Uh, we could oh, call no, it a light that. beer. It's just I don't believe in light beers. Yeah. It's then, beer. then you don't enjoy it anymore. All beers called have light different beer. calories and alcohol, but yeah. there's no need to segment out a few of them they're yeah. all wonderful beers and nola blonde was just voted by gambit readers the the best burger best not burger. the best burger the best the best the local brew in the city that's true yeah. the, the best yeah. uh, local beer which is a, a pretty big deal and i'll it pay is. that hundred dollars yeah. after this bill thank, thank you, you for <laughs> now um so y'all both are kind of uh been doing your thing for a long time and do you have advice i mean do you like mentor people that work with you and and what what kind of um things do you find do you like to tell people coming up in in new and in both of your industries well i think you can't help but mentor people that work in your in your company um i have a lot of people in the company who you know, have said, you know, oh, I, this is what I want to do. You know, I want to open my own restaurant at some point. And I never take offense to that. I never worry about, oh, you know, I mean, I, I kind of hope, like, don't go open a burger joint. But uh, <laughs> next door. Yeah. <laughs> but. Bills. Um, yeah. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's bills. But, it's not bills. You know, I, I do. I mean, you know, mentor, of course, the people that work for you. But um, but also, you know, I've, I've done some things with the Idea Village. Um, I spoke to a business 
uh, class at Tulane, which is really funny that they asked me to do that. Um, they haven't asked me back. <laughs> but anyway, that's a whole other story. But um, also, I was in the 10,000 Small Business course, which is uh, sponsored by Goldman Sachs, and it's, it's for um, entrepreneurs. And, and I went through that course, and, and I do a lot with that where I'll go back and, and speak to the next class or whatever. And uh, I, I mean, I think it's important, you know, that the entrepreneurial spirit of New Orleans has really taken off post-Katrina. Um, I wish they would stop opening restaurants, but but it really has. It's grown. I mean, this city you got so many, so much talent coming in or or, or coming out. You know, they may have already been here. Like I was here, and people that you know worked with me, you know, during corporate restaurants, they're like, I mean, they never thought, you know, you would do this, and look at you now. And um, so I think even if they're not coming into the city, they're coming out of the city. And it's really There's inspiration. Man, it really is. And, and all it's, places. it's incredible. Some of the things going on. And, and I think you can't help but, uh, you know, mentor them. But I, I would tell people, um, listen to your attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. Neither of which we, I, I we don't, don't listen I don't to typically do it. Do as I say, not as I right, do. It's just like raising kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he got sued by the NFL. I got sued by Godzilla. Right, right. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, tell yeah. us about yeah. Tell us about that. That's great. Um, yeah, like you said, listen Pesky to your lawyers. attorneys. But we know we never will because we're the kind of people who are like, you're coming at me, I'm coming right back at you. We're New yeah. Orleanians. That's what right. we do. It's like, you're, you're sending a hurricane at us? Yeah, we're going to stand here with our fist in the air, and when you're done, we're going to rebuild our house and wait for the next one to come. Yeah. So it's just how we are. Um, Godzilla people wanted me to change the name of my beer. and Idiots. So I fought them for a long time and spent Lost. about – uh, well, a lot of money. But, yeah, uh, but more than you could. Of. More we, than you should have. We got to keep the image, but we have you got to a cool can. The name. Yeah, so it's changing. It used to be called Mecca Hopzilla, and named after our brewmaster, who's had that name for like thirty-five years. Um, and we angry just changed Pete. it to Mecca. Yeah, angry Pete. Angry Pete. Uh, Peter, he's Cadu, like a pirate. Who's awesome? He's a great brewer, but he can be ornery sometimes. <laughs> he can uh. be a little ornery. Uh, so, yeah, listen to your lawyers. Um, but as far as the mentor question, I think it's important for everybody who's an, uh, an entrepreneur and has, has gotten it off the, you know, off the paper and into some kind of concrete form to help other people do it. Uh, we both have worked with Idea Village. I'm a mentor there and uh, mentored actually another brewery, Cajun Fire, which should be opening up this year sometime or early next year. Where's that going to be? Um, it's going to be here in the city as well. They're All looking right. at some – I don't want to give away the actual location because somebody <laughs> will go scoop up the property because <laughs> they're negotiating on the property. They're like, yeah, right thanks now. for mentoring me yeah. Yeah, and screwing me over. <laughs> but uh, they won, they won the, the number one uh, new business in the Idea Village last oh, year. Cool. They won the challenge. And an amazing group of people. And people said, why are you helping another brewery? And I know Phil said, oh, I don't like him opening up new restaurants. But I know he's joking, too, because he has the same view. Yeah. We really believe that the more competition there is, right. all it does is bring up everybody's game. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to make better brewers out of all of us if there's more breweries, which there should be like 10 or 12 at least right, right. in New Orleans, if not more. And, uh, you know, he can have 20 more burger restaurants open up, but everybody's still going to go to Phil's because it's Phil's, mm -hmm. and it's unbelievable, and yeah. nobody has a cheeseburger soup or right. uh, Irish Channel float. Well, like you were talking about the, the burgers, bourbon, and beer competition yeah. yesterday, and, yeah. and we were part of that for the third year. Um, you know, We were part of it the first year, and, and that, to me, brings together um, some of the best burgers in the city, and it's kind of fun because you know, all, the, all the, you know, my chef and all those guys – they're all out on the street cooking next to each other and kind of BSing and sharing food and, you know, high-fiving. And 
because it's it's a competition, but it's not really a competition. You know, yeah. it's that's fun for us. And it uh, in 2010 is when the burger kind of scene took go yes. took off in New Orleans. True Burger and Company yeah, Burger, True and Cowbell and, and Cheeseburger Ju- Eddie's yeah. and Juicy, Juicy Lucy, all kinds of plate new yeah, places. Yeah, 2010, open man, yeah. all those guys yep. open. It was my best year. Wow. Um, and and I think it's because it brought brought a focus to burgers because burgers have been the number one selling menu item in the industry since the industry started tracking menu item popularity and it's never changed but people don't you know when we sat down here kirk had a burger and he's talking about all he ate as a bun but he actually ate a burger and he said man burgers makes you feel good and and that's it man burgers are it's the quintessential comfort food in america so the more burger places as long as you're doing it right then man Hell yeah. You know, because Adam and I don't do the same thing. You know, Adam at Company Burger, we yeah. don't do the same burger. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. both good burgers, though. So. I never ate burgers till about 2010. That's really? when I started eating burgers. Really? You know? I was over 40. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I had a few burgers in my life, but right. I, mean, I never liked them until about then. Mm. You guys can. By the way, Ray does not look like yeah, you know. over 32. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Maybe because like he just him started eating burgers. He looks so, yeah, he didn't <laughs> eat burgers. Maybe that is something. That's what did it. <laughs> His hair's perfect and like still black and yeah. My oh, man. we're gonna have y'all back. <laughs> I, uh, I know. When can, good you guys come back next week. <laughs> for our Screw ego. whoever we got scheduled for yeah. next week. Yeah. Yeah. We want you every week. Yeah. Uh, I, unfortunately, we're out of time though. So we'll just end with that. That's the Bye. best note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> end on Ray's great hair. hair. I know. Ooh, wow. I don't know if I can. No, I'm not gonna say that now. Okay, but. <laughs> Well, y'all, we really appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. And um, but before we close up, I want to uh, ask you: Do either of y'all want to mention anything? Well, that uh, you know, coming up September eighth through the fourteenth of two thousand fourteen uh, of two thousand and fourteen. <laughs> that's right. Is uh, we live to eat, which is uh, yes, you know, it's a celebration of the the culinary scene in New Orleans. There's over fifty restaurants that participate, and you can uh, wow. you know, you go to some of the great restaurants and and you get lunch you know for twenty dollars or less or dinner for thirty nine dollars or less and rebirth pale ale is a sponsor so you partner that with with your meal and uh it's uh it's a great thing to do to to celebrate the the restaurant scene in new orleans all right right, great and And what's your website yeah phils-grill.com phils-grill.com yep and, and you how have about a you? Facebook page. Oh. Oh, and Facebook, Twitter. Roger Goodell follows me. Okay. Um, <laughs> cringes when I tweet him. And <laughs> and uh, just tell uh, people the hours of your place. We're open from 11 to 10. That's at, true at all locations? At the Camp Street locations. Okay. 11 to 10, seven days a week. Happy hours, 3 to 6. Monday through Friday. And then out in the suburbs, in Metairie and Harahan, we're open from 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday and 11 to 9 Sunday through Thursday, and then at Place St. Charles, it's lunch, 11 to 2, Monday through Friday. Great. And Kirk, can you uh, share with Um, us a little? I think our our big event coming up right now is uh, Jazz in the Park, which is every Thursday throughout the the season coming up here um throughout i guess that would be the fall season (laughs) um and uh it's in armstrong park great music every thursday free music you come out uh if you buy beer and you buy food there all that money is going to the park we donate the beer the people who are making the food give a cut to the the park as well it's a fundraiser to keep that park growing and as beautiful as it is right now which is i'm 46 years old by far the prettiest it's ever been wow um and then uh 
you know, you can go to our website at snolabrewing.com, but I would just ignore that and go to Facebook and Twitter. That's how, you, that's how the world works now. So yeah. follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and uh, enjoy our beers. And what hours can people go to? Um, we have a tap like room that's tour. open. Uh, 2 to 11 every weekday and 11 to 11 every on the weekend days, so on Saturday 11. and Sunday. 11 to 11. So that way you can get in early and still watch your football games, your college games. Or we have big Saints games, especially the away games. We have a big projector TV on a wall that projects it, plus three TVs inside for it. It's a lot of fun to go. Um, and then uh, every Friday from 2 to 3, if you feel like skipping the afternoon of work, uh, you can come by and from 2 to 3, we're just giving away free beer for an hour. So what? Just, I didn't know yeah, that. About so the brewery. people there. We yeah. do a free tour. But really, most of the time, it's just people coming to drink free beer. So awesome. you always see those signs that say free beer tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> if you're there on Thursday, it's true. It's free beer on Friday. <laughs> Every Friday, 2 to 3. Come on by and have some beer. It's also the best folks, tour in the world. Oh, wow. And also, folks yeah, can use your space for events. I, I know I've been at book signings and so forth in your sure. space we have. We do that. private events. Uh, yeah. If you, if you want to do that, contact Doug at nolabrewing.com. <laughs> Cool. Doug's going to get flooded. At the <laughs> yeah. Girls going, I want to meet you, Doug, at nolabrewing.com. I hope he just gets slaughtered. At the <laughs> Pranksters well, go nuts. <laughs> well, thank you. Our special guest tonight at Midnight Menu Plus One was Phil Degree of Phil's Grill, and his plus one was Kirk Coco of Nola Brewery. You can find out more about Phil's Grill and Nola Brewery by following their links on our site. It's neworleans.com. And thanks tonight to Petite Pet Care for loving care when you're at uh, Nola Brewery Tap Room or uh, Phil's Grill Eating. You can have your pet taken care of at PetitePetCare.com. And we also want to thank, too, uh, Monkey Hill Bar, our hosts here on Magazine Street. And at Monkey Hill, you can enjoy a five-hour happy hour every weekday from 3 to 8 p.m. Beat that, guys. And every Tuesday is also Taco Tuesday. Coronas, margaritas, and sangria specials plus two dollar tacos. She's got a burger in her mouth. I will take. I will take the part of Margaret to say uh, that's it for tonight's show. See you next time on Midnight Menu Plus One. And then I'm Margot Moss, and I'm Ray Canada. Good night. Mm. <laughs> Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Margot Moss, Grant Morris, and me, Ray Canada. Our technical director is Chris Keogh. You can find photos from tonight's show on our website, itsneworleans.com. On itsneworleans.com, you can also check out our blog. You can listen to lots more episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, including Out to Lunch, Happy Hour, True to the Game, and Mindset. You can hook up with me and Margo anytime by following Midnight Menu Plus One on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can also Google Midnight Menu Plus One, and we come right up. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to us by PreSonus Audio. For more information about PreSonus recording equipment, go to PreSonus.com. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For all of us here at Midnight Menu Plus One, thanks for joining us. I'm Ray Canada. And I'm Margot Moss. We look forward to seeing you back here next week on Midnight Menu Plus One. You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. 
Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman 2-Cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer, now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only. 